This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, this parsha, this parsha begins. Yaakov Avinu is going down to Chutzlars to the house of Lomon, and he falls asleep and he has a dream. And the truth is that here, this is a preparation to quite a few dreams that we're going to have in the coming parshas. There's Yaakov Avinu's dream. There's Yosef Tzadik that the dreams has two dreams. Later, there's Paroi that has dreams. Obviously, a major difference between Paroi's dreams and their dreams, but it's dreams. Why did Yaakov Avinu going down? To the house of Lavan, why did he begin his journey? By dreaming. And Hashem wanted him to sleep and wanted him to dream. But the answer is, and this is very important, we're coming now to the avoid of Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu is the mid of MS. Titan MS Liyakov. MS cannot tolerate Sheker. Olam Hazeh is called the Alma de Shikra. Yaakov Avinu is going down now to Chutzlaretz. He's going down to a place of Sheker. He's going down to Olam Hazeh. This world, right, you just come back from the States. <laughs> this world seems so real. This world seems so real. You walk down the streets of Manhattan, it all seems so real. What money can buy seems so real. What the Yetzirah pushes a person and lures a person looks so real. The Mishnah, the Gemara says in Sukkah, that the Yetzirah to, 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 to Tzadikim is like a mountain, and to Risham is like a hair. In other words, the, the Yetzirah to the Tzadikim is so big, and to the Risham is so small, it's a hair. Why? The answer is because before you do the Avera, the Yitzhar looks to you so big, so powerful, it looks like he's going to answer all your solutions. You're not feeling what he says. You know what? Just, just let yourself drop into a taiva. Just let yourself drop. Just leave go for a day and you'll feel so much better. And, and then you leave go, Chasrushan, and you succumb. And then you realize after you did the Aver that the Yitzhar was nothing. It wasn't even real. However, the tzaddikim, they don't give in. So the Yitzhar comes to them and it looks like a mountain and they never give in. So he, the Yitzhar stays like a mountain to them because they never give in. If they would do the Avera, they would see the Yitzhar was nothing. Well, they never do the Avera. That's, that's why they get so much reward. In other words, the Yitzhar, what does he do for you? And, and you do the Avera. And when you, and when you, do, when you do the Avera... Is what do you feel after the Avera? Do you really feel that the Avera did you so much good? Do you really feel so accomplished and so fulfilled by carrying out the Avera? The opposite, the country. You feel so stupid, you feel so empty. Because Almazay is a dimyon. Almazay is just imagination. Everything in this world is imagination. You think money buys happiness? It doesn't. You think Taiva buys happiness? It doesn't. The truth comes out that it's just the opposite. And what day of the year do we see that it's just the opposite? On the day of Purim, which is V'napochu. V'napochu means that we see that everything is the opposite. Achashverosh, at the beginning of the Megillah, he makes a feast. He's trying to replicate the Beis HaMikdash. The Beis HaMikdash is called Mesoyz Kol Aretz. The Beis HaMikdash is called the happiness of the land. The happiness of the land. The Beis HaMikdash brings Simcha because the Beis HaMikdash is real Avoida, is real MS. It's the Avoida. Achashverosh says, I can make a replica of the Beis HaMikdash and I can show you that money, pride, honor, comfortable chairs, golden cutlery, good food, riches, beautiful wife, that all brings you the greatest happiness. And he makes, a, he makes his feast to show that you really can derive gash, uh, Simcha and Gishmak 
and long-term benefit from materialism, from Gashmir. So he makes this Suda. What happens at the end of that Suda? Where he reaches the climax of his happiness, his wife insults him. His wife sends back derogatory comments about him. He flares into anger, into a rage, and he falls into a year of depression, says the Medrash. What happened to all your money? The answer is, That is what Purim that is what Purim shows us. Purim shows us the more you boast, the more money, the more riches, the more comfortable, it's just going to come crashing down on you and you're going to see that it did nothing for you other than anger. At the end of Megillah, Klal Yisrael want mitzvahs, shlachmonas, we give all our money away, shlachmonas, matonas lev we make a beautiful suda, and layhudem oysa oira besimcha, besosim, we call oira as Torah, layhudem oysa oira, if you cling to Torah, besimcha, then you have real simcha. Mamish, that's the v'napichu, that is exactly the v'napichu in the whole story, in the whole story of, of Megillah Sesta. And, that's the, that's, and that, that's the whole lesson that we're learning from Yaakov Avinu, because now that Yaakov Avinu comes down, we have the middah of MS down here in the world, and we see everything from a middah, we see everything from a middah of MS. And when you see everything from a middah of MS, you see how this world is just a dream, it's unreal. So when Yaakov Avinu is going down from Eretz Yisrael, from being with his holy parents, Yitzchak and Rivka, that's the real life. And he's going now to Lovan. Lovan is a swindler. Lovan lives in a world of imagination, a world of fantasy. He sees, he sees Eliezer, the savior. He sees Eliezer coming. He dreams of money. He gives him a, he's so excited. And when Yaakov comes to get his wife's this week's parasha, Lovan runs out and he gives him a kiss. He thinks the jewelry is on his mouth. And then he hugs him and he braces him. He says, I've got to, I've got to find where the jewelry is. He's full of, he's full of nothing. He's full of money. He's full of earthly desires. It's nothing. Yaakovina is going down to that world. So Hashem wants Yaakovina to fall into a sleep. Hashem wants Yaakovina to dream. Because you have to know that Olam Azeh is a world of dream. It's not real. And Yaakovina is real because he's MS. And MS shows you, MS really, really shows you how to look at this world, how to look at how to be able to differentiate between what's real and what's not real. You guys have all had days in your life where you fill them with Torah and with Tefillah, whether it's Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur or with Tefillah, or whether it's a day here in Yeshiva with Torah or it's with Chesed, whatever the case is. And you guys have also had days in your life where you filled your days with nothing. You guys have had both. You guys have felt both. You guys have felt both. And you see what's real and what's, well, you see what's real and what's unreal. And this is such a lesson. And this is what we're dealing with over here. The Balshem Tav HaKadosh has a beautiful marshal. It's a marshal with a lot of meaning. We're just going to really say the marshal and just a half a sentence on the Nimshal. There's a king that offered his only daughter. He's going to get this guy who marries the king's daughter. He's going to get the crown, the riches, the most beautiful girl in the world. But you've got to cross the river that leads to the hill, that, that leads to the castle at the top of the hill. And hundreds of people jump into the river. Because they all want to get there to the top to marry the king's daughter. But then crocodiles, alligators, whatever you want, all the chayos, sayam come at them. And so many of them turn back. And others say, it can't be real. The king wouldn't tell us to jump in the river and get eaten. And the alligators and the crocodiles are getting closer and they're opening their mouth and it's the most frightening scene they've ever seen in their life. And actually, they actually come to these people swimming and they open their mouths and they almost swallow them and then suddenly they're not there. It was all an optical illusion. The king has got his remote control optical illusion down there. And then they get out of the water, a few of them that didn't run away. And they start climbing the hill and lions charge and tigers charge at them. And everybody's charging at them. But 
as the lion charges, more run away, but then, whoops, he's not there anymore. And there's only one guy that makes it to the top, that it has such a munah in the king, that he feels the king's not going to fool him. And all these lions and tigers and all these animals and all these animal sea reptiles, they're not real. And the one who has a munah till the end gets to the top. And it's the nimshal is that this world is so full of distractions, taking us out from getting to the king, getting to the malchem, melech, malchem, lochem, this world is so full of distractions. Tearing us away. But if you realize that the Yitzhahara is a distraction, if you realize that the Yitzhahara is pulling you to a world that's not real, he's pulling you to actually go into an optical illusion. That's why the Jewish people were taken out of Mitzrayim and were sent into the desert. Because a desert is a place where you have what's called a mirage. Where you have things that look like an oasis. And this guy is so excited, he's so thirsty and hot. And he sees this beautiful oasis, which is a mirage. And he goes diving head first into the oasis and bangs his head on the sand. Because there's nothing there. That's what Olam Hazer is all about. That's what Olam Hazer is all about. There's only one emes. And that is the emes of Hashem and the emes of Torah Mitzvahs. And everything else is dream world. is unreal. It's fantasy. It's not real. And that is what Yaakov Avino is going down now. And he is the ish emes and he has to reveal he has to reveal this. He has to reveal what's going on. That's why when Paroi has his dream, he dreams of seven fat cows corresponding to the 70 years of a person's life where he fills himself up and becomes fat from food and from gashmias and from materialism. And what is, what is the next dream? What, 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 what happens then in the dream? The seven thin cows come and swallow the seven fat cows. And what's the chiddush over here? The chiddush over here is that the second... The seven thin cows don't become? Exactly, they don't become fat. Totally unseen, you can't see anything. Which means that all the seven fat cows, the big stomachs, what is it? It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. That's what Olam Hazeh is all about. This is the realization. This is what the Emes Liyakiv, who's going now to the house of Lovin, is teaching us. This is the lesson we have to learn when we start the parishes discussing Yaakov Avinu. This is the lesson when we start discussing the parishes of Yaakov Avinu. We have to realize, and you guys, all of you, your life is ahead of you. There's a castle, and the king's offering you his only daughter. And the Itzhar is going to come with you. With lions, that's called money. With tigers, that's movies. And with all the distractions you can possibly imagine. And they're going to come charging at you. And they're going to distract you. And then you're going to want, I want a career. Wow, I see this guy with this car. I really want that car. That's, a, that's an animal charging at you. And I really want this. I really want the other. When I go to America and I speak to people, and I see how their minds... Not even when they're speaking to me, when they're speaking stumped to other people. See how their minds are full of money and full of this and full of investments and full of mortgaging and full of this <coughs> full of the other. And mincha amarav, that's the real thing. It's not real by them. They do it. But you don't see any reality in it. And when you see them with their money and running after and working and workaholics and becoming richer and richer and richer, you see, you see, how, they, you see how the dream is so realistic to them. And you see how the real world is so unrealistic to them. That's Alma de Shikra. That's the Olam Shekha that we're living in. And that's what Yaakov is coming to take away. Titin Emes Liyakov. Always in your mind, focus what is real and what is unreal. 
What is real and what is unreal. Torah mitzvahs and closest to Hashem is the only real thing, is the only emes in the world. The rest is all sheker. The rest is all sheker. And you see now Nebuch in this war, you see the sheker of the world. It's such a thick sheker. You see how the sheker, you see how the world is so anti Yisrael. You see the, how the world is so anti Yisrael. You see how the world is so full of sheker. This stupid world is so full of sheker. We just have to know that we have to follow the emes and we have to go with the emes. We have to go with the emes of Torah, the emes of Hashem. Moshe emes was also emes. There's a lot to talk about it, but... It'll suffice for today. We should be Zoycham, it's Hashem. So the Gula Hashlema, we will see all the emes that went on, we'll understand the emes in Hashem's Hanhaga for thousands of years. It's so difficult, so many soldiers dying, it's so painful, it's so crazy to hear. It breaks, it breaks our hearts. We can't go on like this. Can't go on like this. The only thing, way we can go on is by, by we see the Hamas Yimach Shemom Zichram. We see that they're killing, they have the right to kill. It's a chil Hashem. We have to call out to Hashem. It's a chil Hashem that those animals, Yimach Shemom Zichram, have a shlita, have a koyach to kill Yidin, have a koyach to kill Am Yisrael. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It's a chil Hashem. We have to dumb to Hashem that we should be zorcha to to kiddush Hashem Shemayim Berabim to understand everything that we should be able to thank Hashem oitcha kianisani to be able to thank Hashem for all for all that we for all that we saw and for all that we were afflicted according to one pshat and then Mitz Hashem will see the MS the Aleph Mem Tov from the beginning of all time the Aleph till the end of all time we see how it's just one long straight line of Hashem's MS b'mherib yomein or amen. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.